Welcome to the When It Clicks podcast with Daryl, that would be me, and Amber. Hello, everyone. We are here to discuss uh, all things positivity today. And really what we're going to be getting into is what's kind of known as realistic positivity, um, which basically means that, yes, you want to start from kind of a a really optimistic point of view, um, but you're also cognizant of the fact that everybody, uh, including us as individuals, has stuff that we're working through and, you know, not everything in life can be summarized in a positivity quote. So uh, I'm pretty excited to jump into this. And, um, but I also feel like I say that like every episode, like I'm, I'm excited <laughs> about every topic that we get into. So, um, so yeah, so really um, with that, I, I think probably the best place to start because you, you and I both are pretty optimistic, uh, at least try to be in, in most situations. So yes. again, I, I think we, I think we will start uh, kind of with where we, our current point of view on things is. Um, are you cool with starting us out on that? Or do you want me to take uh, take first stab at it? Why don't we let you do it first? All right. Let me, it's a good thing I got to drink my water. So we'll go ahead and, and I'll, I'll start us off here. So um, I, I think, I, I think you have to um, one realize that this is kind of an evolving thing. Uh, you're so basically, if you're somebody that has negative thoughts or negative reactions to things, if you can really kind of put some structure behind it, like you say, okay, why well, I, I reacted in this particular situation in this way, and then the next time around, you at least take a you, you take a step back and try to assess things because I think a lot of times where people think they get into the negative is where they're just very much very reactionary. So like, instead of taking a moment to take a step back and kind of collect their thoughts, you know, you'll have a situation where maybe you reacted uh, in a way where you're like, Oh, you know what, that, that was, that was pretty negative. Um, I think another thing is, is we think, and this is just what I've heard from folks on Instagram and, and, and just through conversation is they think, they think positivity is a great idea, but they think kind of with the life that they have going on and, um, you know, their situation that it's more or less for somebody else. Like they, they see that they get down on their situation. They don't necessarily react in the, in the quote unquote ideal positive way. And they don't think it's necessarily for them. But I, I think the main thing is, is you, you look at the situation where you are in the moment and you just try to, to handle things a, a little bit differently. Now, knowing that you're always going to be, there's always going to be situations that again, you're not always going to be hundred percent positive on um, and that, you know, you're just trying to make incremental changes while taking a couple of moments to yourself to figure out, you know, how to best, how to best react. And I think if you look at positivity in this way, uh, at, at least for me, cause I, I think, I think this helps slow things down. I think when you're dealing with other people, um, I think this helps you be a little bit more empathetic to where you can kind of put yourself into their situation. Cause I think that's where a lot of this stuff happens where, um, you know, we end up um, reacting negatively as it's either something individually in our, our day to day and our situation that we're frustrated by, or if we're uh, interacting with other people, it's something where maybe, you know, we're, we're making judgments where, um, where after the fact we think about it, we're like, yeah, you know what, that probably wasn't, you know, I, I probably could have, um, handled that a little bit differently. And I think for me, that's something that's really just kind of come along with age. 
Um, I, I, and, and we talk about this, like when you're uh, a young adult, when you're in your, your 20s and, and even like back into your teens, like everything is about you. You know, you have an opinion. You think the world is is kind of at your feet. Uh, and it's not until you really start being out in the world, interacting with other people, seeing that there's a whole nother landscape besides just what's been going on in your head and your situation. And I think gradually with time, you just, you have a more of an appreciation for what other people are going through. You aren't as hard on yourself because you do realize that, look, everybody, including us as individuals, has stuff that we're working through. And I think when you look at it that way, you can be a little bit more optimistic um, just with how you see your situation and the world around you. And so much of this is about perspective. That was a lot to take in. <laughs> you taking notes today? Are you good? This is, can I can I go now or? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, see, this is this is it. I wanted to make sure because you wanted me to you wanted me to lead off. Okay, so I'm like, all right, let me make sure that I give her enough time to get ready and to go. So uh, yeah, with that being said, hey, jump right on it. <laughs> Crack me up. Um, I agree with a lot with what you're saying as far as having a positive outlook. I think does come with age and maturity. Uh Um, and of course life, life lessons. Um, I think so for me, I think my situation is a little more unique, unique, meaning different than a typical scenario. Because when I, when I look back, I think, I think that my outlook started to kind of change even when Christian was, um, like in the NICU and was very sick. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think so for me, this is how my outlook started to change in that time frame of my life. It, I was lucky that I was able to kind of find like the silver lining and everything. Mm-hmm. So as sick as he was, and it was like, well, let's just make it through today. Let's make it through today. I still in those moments was able to find like the silver lining of hope yeah. or positivity. Yeah. That has kind of just followed me through life since then in different scenarios. So I feel like that that's been a blessing in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, That's brought me to kind of current day where I still very much feel like I am able to find the silver lining in a lot of situations. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all can react negatively. And like you said, a lot of the times it's you're reacting before you're even really thinking about it. Or, you know, if you if you think about it more, you're going to have a reaction that isn't maybe as negative. Right. But, you know, of course we all do that because that's just, hum- just human nature. So at times you're go- that's going to happen. But um, I feel like that has kind of set me up for a uh, current day of being able to kind of keep a positive outlook. Most of the times, like not perfect, have bad days, but, yeah. you know, for the most part, I am able to. Yeah. And, and I think as you get older, I mean, when we have those times where we react, we have those bad days, you don't put that on yourself as, oh my gosh, you know, I'm a negative person. You're able to look at it and say, this is the realistic, back to realistic positivity. Like this is the realistic situation that I'm in. I'm handling this as best as I can. Um, and, you know, it was just a bad day. And, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll wake up tomorrow. And because and, that's the other thing too, is like tomorrow is always a, a, another day. So when you're having a bad day, when you're in a bad situation, um, you know, that's always a, a good way to, to look at it. Um, so realistic positivity, and this again is being able to put everything into perspective. Um, do you, do you think this is something that, that pretty much everybody can achieve? Like they can just be a little bit more positive than, than where they are right now? Yeah, I do. 
I think that it, you know, a lot of it comes with like training your mind. It's all about your mindset. So, you know, it's not something that you can necessarily achieve overnight, but it's something that you continue to work on all the time. And I do think that, that you are capable of having a more positive outlook and mindset. You just, you know, it takes time to develop that. Yeah. I I mean, I, I think definitely, um, you do have to, it's an ongoing thing and you do have to be patient with yourself on this. But that again is such a, that, that's, that's that hang up that people have where they're like, this is for somebody else and it's not for me. And I just, I want everybody that's listening. I want you guys to be able to, to look at this and say, yeah, you know what? Um, it, even if you just start looking at a certain situation, finding the silver lining today that maybe you didn't yesterday, that is a major step forward. And again, you're just, you're looking for little incremental improvements over the course of time. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And, and not being too hard on yourself during that process. Cause if you, if you truly are a person that wants to be able to change your mindset and you want to think more positively, you know, that maybe, you know, there's things happening in your life currently that are making you give off more of a negative vibe than you would want to, but you notice that and you do, it is something you want to change. You just have to be patient with yourself because like I said, it's not something that can happen overnight and it's little steps forward that, it, you know, it's going to be a bigger picture in the end. Yeah. I, I mean, I, and I found, you know, for me, what's helped, um, I journal a little bit, not nearly as consistently as, as, you know, as a lot of other folks. I mean, we're probably talking maybe a couple times a month. I like to just kind of get my thoughts out a little bit. Um, I do pay attention to like the types of things that I consume as far as like podcasts and audiobooks, uh, and really just, again, trying to take some, some more time to myself. Uh, we've talked at nauseum about how I like to go out and do the walks. Um, I know you and I are talking about like reading some books and like really, you know, kind of unpacking those, which I'm pretty excited about doing. Mm-hmm. But it's really, it's changing all that stuff that you, you consume. And it's not, again, I, I think in, it's not where you change everything overnight. And it's more, again, of like an addition by subtraction by addition. So before you take things that maybe you're listening to or reading to out, try to add some other things in. And cause I've found if you start adding things that are, are, you know, that you're, you're trying to make change and you start adding things, then that, that stuff that you would be trying to cut out or get rid of that just kind of naturally falls by the wayside. Because if you're doing something uh, new and you're doing something that's more constructive for you, then you're going to do more of that stuff and less of the other stuff. But um but, but what are some of the things as far as like resources and practices that you've used to kind of reinforce this and to kind of continue to work on your positive mindset? So I definitely try to journal. I'm not great with that either. I am trying to do it more, but I think like you, it's maybe a couple times a month, but I would, I think a first good goal would be like weekly and then like working till like almost every day. So mm-hmm. I think that that would be a good thing to do. Um, I've tried recently to like meditate, but it's so hard to clear your mind of that. I think that takes a lot of practice. Like, even if it's just a couple minutes a day, like there's just always, we've talked about the squirrels in my head. There's always a million squirrels are doing all kinds of things. So I do try to quiet them. And even a few minutes in the morning, like I try to just kind of quiet my mind. I think I'm getting a little bit better with that. But for me, a big way that I stay positive and maintain a positive outlook. First of all, I only surround myself with positive people. This does not mean that they're spewing positive thoughts at all times, but this also means that they're not toxic. This right. was a, um, this, this takes work. We've already, we've already discussed talk, you know, toxic people last week yeah. and yeah. who you surround yourself with. is going to be, this is major. 
you know, yeah. because you're going to feed and absorb off of whoever you surround yourself with the most. So that's very, very important to really look at the people in your life and to really think about that. That's, that's very important. And uh, sorry. And also <laughs> I, I heard your gasp like you were going to say, <laughs> um, the other big thing with me is that I try to stop negative thoughts, like pretty quickly after they enter my brain. That's not, that's not a perfect cycle either. Some days are worse than others, but I try to cut them off as soon as I, you know, quickly. I, I think, so a couple of things, um, and I, I do want to get into that with the thoughts, but going back to meditation, because you are somebody that, as you've admitted, like you're all over the place. Mm-hmm. So what is it that you, you kind of, when you first started to try and do that, what did that look like? And then what is that kind of evolved to, to where you've actually found something to where you can calm your mind a little bit? Because I think there's a lot of folks out here that have super fast moving minds that are always going from one place to one another. And by default, mm-hmm. they're like, I can't meditate. So what, what does that look like for you? Yeah. So like, and, and as you know, like I wear many hats and have many roles, so it is difficult mm-hmm. to quiet my brain. But so I start, I started at first to just kind of have like quiet. Now I really like, I have a deck off the back of my house, especially when it gets nicer like this. But honestly, even when it's cold, because I'm like letting the dogs out in the morning, I will like stand outside in complete silence. Most of the time it's still dark out and just kind of like try to like quiet my brain, like enjoy the peaceful quietness, whether it's before I'm going to work or my days just starting, whatever. More so recently, I've actually started to listen to like, I don't know if you want to call it like meditating music. I don't know. There's like different things on like Amazon music or like Spotify or whatever that are just peaceful sounds. To me, I really enjoy the sound of nature, like whether it's birds chirping or like waterfalls or the ocean, like that, that really eases my, my brain. Mm-hmm. So more so I've done that. I've tried to do that like a couple minutes every morning. So. Yeah. I, I like that because a lot of times when people think meditation, they think that they have to sit in a quiet room and they have to set a timer and they have to be in kind of a, a seated pose and they have to just let everything go. And that to me, cause I've tried to do that before and it's the same thing. I literally, as soon as I try to like not think about everything, I'm, I'm thinking about everything. So I, I think that's super helpful. And I like that you've been able to find uh, something that's easy for you to get into the practice of. I mean, you can just go out onto your deck, spend a couple of minutes or spend as long as, as you can and continue to, to, uh, to do that. Now, as far as stopping the negative thoughts, when they come in, this is something I know works with people that are trying to develop discipline in a bunch of different areas. You start to kind of, they call it notice and name. So you notice the thought first, then you attribute like really what it's there for. Um, How have you been able to do this? And when you say stop them almost as soon as they start, I mean, is this like literally within two to three seconds as you're having the thought, you're calling yourself out on it and getting rid of it? Or what does that look like? It's definitely probably more than a couple seconds. So it depends like whatever area it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so I don't know, like I sit and think about it for a minute. And like you said, it's kind of like, well, why am I thinking this? Or where is this coming from? How could I handle this differently? What's a, what's, what's a true perspective on whatever it is? Um, why am I feeling that way in that moment? And then taking a minute to sit in that and then kind of just move forward into like a more positive look or sometimes it's just me like beating myself up and you know how did you just like 
start beating yourself up about things and it's like, okay, well, wait a minute, you know, and then you try to bring yourself in a more positive direction, a more healthy direction. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like that. And, and I like that. Um, I mean, you, it, it's really just working through your thoughts and being more, it, it's kind of like, instead of just being on autopilot and what we started with this whole discussion with the negative stuff, whereas a lot of times we're just really reactionary, it's you taking ownership of what's going on in your head. And I mean, this is something, this is an exercise that takes a lot of practice. It's an ongoing thing, but you know, you hear that stuff all the time that if you can control your thoughts your reactions, your emotions, you're just going to be on a, on a whole different playing field. And I, and I think that's, that's super helpful because I, I think that's a practical way um, that people can, can apply it. I, I try something very similar. I mean, if a thought comes in, um, you know, I, I try to acknowledge where it's coming from. Um, if it's something where I'm in my thoughts, uh, I've really tried I, I'm really trying because I mean we talk all the time. Huh? I am absolutely an overthinker. I try to take the emotion out of the thoughts and I try to look at things more logically. Um, you know, that's going to be something that I continue to to work on. But when you're able to to take emotion out of things and look at it from a logical perspective, I think that's really helpful. Um, you know, the other thing that that you mentioned, and I want to touch on this, and I'll start with mine first, and I want you to jump in. But when you talk about surrounding yourself with positive people. Um, I look at this again, people that are very driven to accomplish something. I don't want them to necessarily have the same goals that I have. Cause we, we all have different things that, that we want to do that we're inspired by, but I right. want people that have, there's something that they're working on long-term. A lot of times that ends up being something that's bigger than them by themselves. Um, and I, I, I want to be around people that are trying to be, consistent with whatever it is that they're doing. It's not something where they start and stop and start and stop and start and stop. Uh, and, and I want people that are very nurturing and supportive. And, you know, because I think when you are able to create a, a, a network of folks like that and surround yourself, um, you know, at, at different levels, I, I think you, again, like you feed off of the people you're around, just like they do you. Uh, and it's that whole thing of like, you are the people that you surround yourself with. So, um, but yeah, th that's kind of what I look for when I'm surrounding myself with folks, but what are, what are some things that, that you're typically uh, looking for? Um, I would say that, that what you're saying is definitely important. Like it's definitely have to be some kind of like driven focused. It could, it can be in any kind of way. It could be completely different than anything that you want to accomplish. That really doesn't matter. Right. It's more so for me, just like, <laughs> not being like a Debbie Downer or like just an entire negative vibe. Like you just mm. know when someone is giving off a negative vibe and yeah. I don't know, I just, I'm just not about it. I mean, that takes time to even develop that because this could even go back to like, you know, you have to think about why you attract the people that you do, you know, and that's important. Like if you're attracting or you have in the past attracted, like kind of like a negative vibe, well, that's something you have to look at in yourself. Right. So that's like a whole different topic, but you know, as far as friendships, um, what I love about, you know, my good friends is that we all support each other, no matter what it's, no matter what it is you're doing, anyone that has a goal or they want to accomplish something or it's something that they want to do and they're starting off and they're thinking about a plan and how they're going to go through with this and you supporting them, that is so important. 
you know, and that goes for friendship, relationship, family. It's very important to have people like that in your life. And you want people that support you. You don't want anyone that's going to, you know, it's going to surround like jealousy or negative thoughts or being like a Debbie Downer about something you want to do. And not, you know, that's, that's just not like a good vibe, but I would definitely say, yes, people that are going to support you and who have some kind of goals is also important. And yeah. I think the only thing that neither one of us really touched on is that you definitely don't want somebody that's a Debbie Downer, but you do want somebody that if, if they need to feed you the truth and they need to be constructive and they need to call you out on, on whatever, like you can have that conversation with them. Um, And I I know you've talked about that with your friends before that, like, I mean, Mm -hmm. you guys are very supportive, but if there's, if there's some bullshit going on, like somebody's going to call the other one out. Um, So I think that's, that's super important. And I mean, this, this again, it's, it's, I, I, you mentioned it and we touched on it when we were talking about toxic people last week. If you continue to attract these kinds of people, you do need to look at the vibe that you're giving off and kind of how you're carrying yourself because we all have the way that we think we carry ourselves in our head or how we would like us to be and like the vibe we want to be giving out. And then we have how people are responding. So yeah, you do have to look at that as well. Like if you, if you're seeing patterns, we talked about this, like a lot of the stuff uh, when we're talking about healing and growth, this is stuff that goes all the way back to to super early parts of our life. And but it 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 lends itself to patterns. So you'll see stuff that you were doing as a kid, and then as a teenager, and as a young adult, to to what's going on now. So yeah, I, I mean, I think if it, you get to that point where it's like maybe it's not it, it's not just everybody else. I got to look at my responsibility here too as well. So yeah, I, I think that's that's actually a really huge call out. Yeah. And you know, it's important too, when you think about people you want to surround yourself with, you know, when someone is a genuine person, it typically does not take long unless they're very, a very skilled, I don't know, narcissist or whatever. It it doesn't take long to um, know someone's true intentions. Mm -hmm. And if there are a true genuine person and just the energy and the vibe that they're going to give off, it doesn't take long to really figure that out. You just have to, from that point, figure out like how much access is that person going to have to you and what level are they going to be in your life? I was wondering how we were going to work boundaries on this week, but look at that. You worked it in. Listen, everything surrounds boundaries, everything. Yes, it does. Um, so I, I think we've, we've done a really good job of, of laying out what realistic positivity is. Uh, I, I think a huge point again is that like everybody can do this. I mean, you, you can come from more of a default place of being positive and being supportive of others. So no matter what your situation is, uh, you can work to improve it. And that's an exciting thing. And this is like one of those lifelong pursuits that we talk about that I get super excited about. And I think you do as well. Um, One thing that I do want to talk about, because this has been a buzzword lately, is toxic positivity. And basically, this is a point of view where negative situations and emotions are ignored in favor of extreme positivity. And we've got some examples of what this might look like. Um, this one is that you have a you have guilt for feeling sad or angry. So basically, you feel guilty for having regular human emotions, right? And that's yeah, and you know, and that's not it's you shouldn't have to feel guilt over yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and, no, I mean, you know, and that's I, I think in a circumstance like that too is when you got to kind of pull away from like social media. 
because there's entirely too much of this negative positivity on there. And yeah. you need to realize that one is a realization, but then, you know, you need to pull away a little bit from that because there's just too much of that that takes place on there and it's, it's not healthy. Yeah. And it's exactly what we're talking about. It's social media plays very well in extremes. So you have this side or that side. And this is one of those where if, if it is positivity at all, at, at, at all costs, you know, we're not going to acknowledge any kind of emotion that's going to lead to depression. And that is just, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's not going to be good guilt. And, and then it could also lead to depression. So yeah, I think it's a good call out that, you know, pulling away from social media and that situation would, would definitely help. Um, the other thing, and this gets back, this is number two, and this gets back to, uh, I mean, having empathy for others is, is such a huge point. And we come back, like there's so yes. many things when it comes to improvement that we talk about empathy really helps. Um, number two on toxic positivity that I found was dismissing the feelings of others. Like basically somebody tells you what they're going through and in your mind, because you're so fixated on be positive, do the things like you can't even acknowledge the fact that this person is going through what they're going through. Yeah. You have to be able, like you said, empathy is, is, is huge and you need to have some kind of empathy to you. And yeah, you, you can't dismiss other people's feelings because I mean, they're coming, if, if they're coming to you to even begin with, and they're trying to tell you how they're feeling about something or a situation like that's big on people alone, you know? Yeah. So that might've been difficult for someone to even get to the point that they wanted to talk to you about that period. So dismissing someone's feelings about something is not going to make the situation any better. And they're definitely not going to come to you again with anything else. 100%. No, I, I, I absolutely agree. Um, number three is never releasing negative emotions, bottling everything out, bottling everything up and not having a way to let it out. Um, because again, and I think this goes back to the whole thing about feeling guilty about having negative emotions. So what you do is you suppress them. But as we've talked about, you know, a, a few times, that stuff eventually is going to come out, seep out in ways. So, you know, definitely figure out ways to, to, to deal with your own emotions. Uh, there's, there's a whole slew of ways that you can actually get into that as well. Yeah. Nothing good can come from suppressing your emotions uh, in any way, especially if it's like more over time, that's just going to continue to build up and that that's not going to lead to anything good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this goes back into something we've already talked about. Number four, reciting a positive quote when someone tells you about their difficult situation. And I, I think what this actually can go off into as well is like, you know, when somebody tells you something that they're going through, you don't necessarily, you're not going to know how to react. And I think a lot of times, like we want to, sometimes we want to say something, we want to show that we're there for them but we don't know what to say. So I think sometimes people will just throw a positive message in there just because they're not sure what else to say. And they're like, well, at least this is something positive. But I, I think that happens a lot. I, I think by default, you don't want to go with the positive quotes. But I mean, what if somebody's going through a hard time and you're not really sure what to say, um, a big thing for me is I'll say like, I, like, you know, I, I'm, I will say I'm sorry that you're going through that or that's understandable. Um, you know, and I think there's a difference between saying that's understandable versus I understand because like, I may not know, but I might be able to like step out of, of my little, you know, space here and say, you know what, from the outside, that totally looks like that, that makes sense that you're feeling the way that you do. 
But I mean, how are, how are some ways that you respond? Cause I do know a lot of times people have problems, you know, doing that. I, so I would uh, round about the same way I usually would start off. And especially if it's something like you haven't experienced yourself, because if it's something you haven't experienced yourself, you truly do not know how this person feels. Right. So I usually would try to start with, you know, I'm sorry, obviously, cause you're, you are sorry for whatever yeah. it is that they're going through, if, you know, and, um, I just try to say more so like, I'm here for you. If you, for anything they need, if it's someone to talk to, or, you know, you need to let me know, I, I want to help you in any way that is, but this is especially if it's someone that's close to you and you have built a bomb with, yeah. um, I want to be here for, you know, for you in any way that I can. So please let me know, like, whatever that is, just let me know what it is I can do to help you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that's good. And, and I think again, like for, um, for anybody, if, if you're wanting to know how to respond, I, I think saying, I'm sorry, uh, you know, I, I'm here for you. And again, like a lot of times your intention matters. So I, I think somebody can see um, if somebody's going through a hard situation and they see that you're, you're just trying to be there for them most of the time, like they're, they're going to react fine. But I mean, I, I think that's, that's actually a, a good way of putting it. Now, number five on this, and this gets back to like suppressing emotions, I think as well, which is just ignoring the problems, like really going all in and saying, no, everything's fine. I'm positive. Look at this. There's nothing negative going on here. It's basically trying to deflect uh, what's going on in your real life. Now, tying this into social media, this is where you start saying, well, people are just posting their highlight reels. And this mm -hmm. is where if you've got some real stuff going on in life and we talk about this, you don't you need to set boundaries. There's my my call out to boundaries here. You need mm -hmm. to set boundaries on what you share. But I think it's very easy to get wrapped up into, you know, this idealistic view of yourself that is not real. And I think instead of looking at the actual situation at hand, you know, it would be very easy for somebody to just say, well, no, this is me. This is the real thing. Nothing negative going on here. But all the while, while that's going on things are being suppressed. Yeah. At the end of the day, you have to realize that social media are just apps on your phone. Okay. And that you need to deal with your true emotions inside and whatever it is that you're going through, how you can realistically work through that. If you are going through something and you're just reading about someone else's positive quotes or life or whatever, and that's just, you know, all that they're spewing, then it's not going to internally make you actually feel any better. It's just, you know, you're going to be like faking, you know, feeling better. But when it actually comes down to it, you're not going to feel any better. So Yeah. It's, it's like you're distracting yourself in the moment, but then when you're past that moment, the other feelings, like the, the other feelings come back. Like you, you haven't done anything to deal with them. So. Right. Right. Now we did ask a couple of questions on Instagram. Um, and I do, I've got a couple responses and I know you do as well. I will go ahead and pull those up here. So the question was, how do you, hold on here. One I think we might ask like slightly different questions. That's okay. That keeps everything, uh, <laughs> keeps everything fresh. So question I asked was, what is your next step for a more positive outlook? Um, and the response I got was that, and this is basically what they're telling me to have more of a positive outlook. Um, they use cognitive thinking to categorize and dismiss negative thoughts, which this, this 
is what we were talking about, which is taking a step back in the moment, really using you know, processing things. Just because you have a thought does not mean that it is it is correct. And really like, what is this? Why am I feeling this way? And is this accurate? So, um, and again, that comes back to being more present in, in your own thoughts and your own actions. Uh, and then the other one I had was I do affirmations to remind myself I can handle what the day brings so I don't fall apart. So uh, basically kind of what you're talking about with what you do in the morning with sitting outside, just doing something that you can kind of prepare yourself for what you're probably going to be getting into for, uh, for the day at hand. Yes. And I had asked on a poll on Instagram, how do you maintain a positive outlook? Mm-hmm. So, so a lot of the answers that I got were things that we already kind of touched base on, um, trying to practice gratitude. So, yeah. um, you know, journaling, I think falls into, falls into the, can fall into that a lot. Um, trying to transform negative talk into positive talk. So we also touched base on that. That's a good one. Um, trying to stop the negative thoughts, you know, that come into your head. We discussed that and um, learning from past mistakes. So pretty much instead of beating yourself up about those mistakes, you try to learn from them yeah. for uh, future reference. Yep. Well, and I think a huge thing, whenever we're looking at our past, even if it's something that we have worn as, as a self-appointed label or somebody else has told us and put it on us as like, this is who we are as a person. I think it, it again, is the huge sign of maturity when you can just look at it as a moment in time and not something that necessarily defines you and as, as a learning opportunity to continue to work through and develop yourself and, and do any kind of healing that needs to be done. Yes. So, yeah, I, I think, um, so, so this is basically it guys. I, I think the main thing is, is that if you think a more positive optimistic outlook is for other people and not you, uh, I would say that, that this is absolutely for you. And it is all about like looking at what are some small steps that you can take to gradually improve. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. Um, and you, you are working through your own process on this. So, you know, if you see that stuff on social media where people are posting things and you're like, geez, are they really like that? Uh, there's a good chance that they really are not uh, 100% of the time. And, you know, you just, you, you don't want to compare yourself to them. Uh, and you want to be able to just take it step by step and, and really, you know, go through your process, go through your journey. Um, the other thing is, is we've gone through some examples of what toxic positivity uh, does look like. We've gone through, I, I think the big thing that you really touched on is, again, like having an active role in your thoughts and uh, just really being able to, to practice and, and get better at that over time. I think that's huge. But, um, but yeah, I, I mean, as far as um, realistic positivity. I, I, I think, uh, I think we got some solid points. So. Yeah. Can... And you know, and it's important too, if you're, if you're in it, and if you're in a stage right now where you want to try to have more of a positive outlook, like, you know, that there's some things that you want to change, change the way that you think, change some things about your mindset, just start with one little step, you know? So let's talk about either like meditation or journaling. Well, you know what? You don't have to start with both right away. Pick, either or that you want to do. If you're going to journal, maybe try to do it a couple times a week. See if you work your way, see if you enjoy it. If you enjoy it, then you're going to want to do it more. Right. Or like with the meditation, you start from that angle, maybe find a soothing, some kind of soothing sound that you like, you know, start there, go from there, maybe start to listen to it as you get ready in the morning or, you know, whatever your routine is making coffee, having a cup of coffee, listen to it then. 
you know, so just small steps. It doesn't have to be like overwhelming. I got to do all these things, you know, just start, just start somewhere small. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those small steps over time are, are really always how you build momentum. And I, I think that's huge. And I, I think that is a really good approach to, to what we're doing here. So uh, as we wrap up things for this week, guys, again, um, we've been, I, I know you and I have been touched by the messages that we've been getting on. Uh, and we got some really good ones on the tox uh, on the toxic episode and just yes. the podcast overall. So continue to let us know uh, how this is helping you, how you're sharing this. Cause I mean, that's those messages. We will never get tired of, of, of hearing, reading all of it. I mean, it's, it's just been huge. Yes. Thank you so much for all the messages that you have sent us and continuing to listen and pass along to your friends and family to listen as well, which we did get messages about that this week. And that was really yeah. nice to, to hear. So yeah. thank you. I'm glad you enjoy listening. Yeah, no, you, you guys are amazing. Uh, as, as we always ask, continue to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And uh, we are continuing to, uh, to kind of evaluate some things as far as topics. And we are going to be doing some more stuff throughout the week to kind of nudge you to, uh, to go and listen and share. So we're, uh, we're working through that now, but we're, uh, we're pretty excited about it. Thank you as always for listening. And um, that's, that's what I got for this week. You got anything else to, to throw on top here? That's all I got. Hope everybody has a great week. All right, guys. Well, thank you as always for listening and we will talk to you again real soon. Bye.